everybody and welcome back to Unclassical. It has been a little while. It has been a minute because do you guys know January? That's January. a fucking time, Jan- isn't it? January. It's after Christmas, you're poor, January. you're full. You have to go back to work. What the fuck is that about? That's rude. And it's and just... there's no you don't seem to get paid. I mean obviously you get paid, but do you know what I mean? Not like... fucking yet you don't. Well yeah. <laughs> so I've been paid. And then it's also like when you do get paid, you're like, oh great, now that just instantly goes on all the debt because you know cost of living. Yeah. So it's lovely to be back. <laughs> So welcome back. I'm Marsha. I'm Katie. Um, so yes, welcome back to Unclassical, everyone. Hope, hope you. Well, sorry. And then you go back there. to work, and then they tell you everyone's being made redundant. Or oh, is that just me? Um, anyway. No, it seems to be thing. Everyone. And then everyone's like, but there's, but then oh yeah, there's so everyone's been made redundant. So there's no one doing any of the work. And everyone needs a job, but all the jobs are like, why don't you want to work for free? And you're like, because the cost of living's gone up, and the cost of living's like, it's so selfish for them to make yeah. money, get a grip. And you're just like, are you all crazy? Are we crazy now? Is this what we're doing? Yeah. Okay, well, let's read some fucking classical literature and put our heads in the sand. Yes. So, as I said, as we can establish, we're all a little bit miserable. <laughs> but fear not. After a great start. <laughs> miserable to come laugh at us. We've spent the evening doing impressions of Hannah from Little Women when she puts pencils on the bed. But Little Women is not what we're reading. Wait, little Women is not what we're reading. Uh, no. We already done that. Listen back. Sorry, this is chaotic. We've got a new... <laughs> old story for you to get your teeth into um if you're anything like us you may already be quite familiar with this one as there is a 90s film adaption Mm -hmm. which is home to one of the most dramatic scenes in all movie history yeah it's the fucking best it's like that scene is up there with titanic yeah oh my god i mean you guys would have seen the title of the episode but what's the book katie we are of course talking about a little princess a little princess and the scene when um, she's like getting torn apart from uh, oh wait spoilers 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 Spo- spoilers okay we will come back if to you, this when it's ready if you if you know you know you fucking know and if you don't know well listen on guys you're gonna find out in probably a few episodes of time um, well I'm saying you to pay to watch the film because it's yeah. better um, <laughs> so A Little Princess was written in 1905 by Francis Hodgson Bur- um, Burnett Burnet. Um, do you know how else they wrote no. No, I didn't either. Um, I just wanted to see if I was crazy. Uh, she I've got wrote... a feeling like I do know somewhere in my head, and if this was a really fascinating podcast and we all sat in silence for 10 minutes, I might get it, but just <laughs> tell me. She also wrote The Secret Garden. I did fucking know that, I did. It was one of things when I was doing the research, I was like, oh my God, I feel like that was somewhere in my head. Yeah. But I thought it was really cool. Um, which for the classical reader, um, it's maybe a really silly thing that I didn't know, but I thought it was mm-hmm. cool. Um, anyway. I couldn't find a huge... Well, there was Sorry, stuff I was life. in the Cotswolds this weekend mm. uh, because um, I'm white and middle class and uh, I'm becoming... I'm getting to a certain age and have to use a retinol now so naturally I spend my time in the Cotswolds. <laughs> anyway. Use um, a retinol? It's Katie, retinol. Katie, no one knows what a retinol is. You just put it on your face if you're old. <laughs> what is it? It's meant to make your wrinkles go bye-bye. It's expensive. They tell you it will stop you dying. We just believe it. We don't know why. Oh. They say okay. you put it on your problem areas and you're like, my entire face is my problem area. <laughs> Can I get one for my whole body? <laughs> Can yeah. I get one for my mind? Can I get one for my fucking life? Yeah. Uh, put it on your problem areas. <laughs> so, okay. I don't think my boss will appreciate that. And it's expensive. <laughs> Can you... Can, no, my boyfriend should get one and put it on me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
right. God, um, my whole weekend was just pretty much like running through like woods in the Cotswolds being like, I feel like Mary Lennox. It's my secret garden. God, we're so middle class. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I feel, you know how you're meant to be like um, endearing and like mm. familiar to your audience and stuff. Yeah. I and mean, I'm sure we attract a particular type of audience. Yeah. But do you ever feel like you're just a stranger self because you say things you're like, I had a huge garden when I grew up. <laughs> a big trampoline. <laughs> I feel like Mary Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Spent the last first five minutes of this complaining about how we don't have any money. I'm really sorry, guys. We suck. I made fourteen. Hey, a year. I don't have a garden now. Um, I, but I, te- I don't technically have a garden. <laughs> hey, you have to say I don't technically have when you got more than I got. Yeah, there is a garden I can go and sit in. Yeah, woohoo! It's I can do mine. that. So they call the police if I showed up again. That'd be real mean if they called the police on me. <laughs> Yeah. Still there. <laughs> you can't show up here they're gonna spray you that's right i walk the dog <laughs> right anyway the little um, princess so yeah um i don't know if uh francis was making a power move like yeah. cj walker uh because francis divorced her husband Ooh. um and then married someone else and then divorced him but so and her, and her, her, francis her husband, got shit to do she ain't hanging yeah, about because no Hodgson man. is her maiden name but burnett burnett is her like first husband's name and i'm like is it a power move that you still have his it's 1905 when the book was written i don't do you know what i mean like yeah what's the reasoning behind that is it like expected where they're like i can't believe you're married and you dropped his name just like that but she doesn't take her other husband's name well maybe she did for a while but this is like her pen name i don't know i don't know interesting sorry with the new husband like um fair enough you don't want to take my name but you have to keep your exes (laughs) i like it it's pretty but that's what I mean. I'm like, is it a power move? Like, Madame C.J. Walker. Like, she's the lady who, like, pioneered. Um, she was the first, I think she was the first millionaire uh, businesswoman. Black, yeah. A black woman as well. In America, she, like, pioneered, like, hair care for black people, for black women. Oh, cool. Um, she's really cool. And her husband seemed really nice. And then he had an affair. Because um, his name's, like, he's C.J. Walker. Yeah. And she kind of started her brand as Madam C.J. Walker. Ah. And then he was like, I want to get married to someone else. Can I have? Can we have that name back? Can you change your name? She's like, I'll make a lot of money at this name. And it is my name. Oh, I own this name now. Yeah. She's Not like, the same. Want... But Mrs. Hinch. Um, mm-hmm. She was Mrs. Hinch before they were married. Like, as her brand. I mean, I presume maybe they were engaged. I don't know. But can you imagine? Like, I'm going to call it Mrs. Hinch. Um, okay, I guess uh, I guess you're we're pretty serious. <laughs> um, so this wasn't a real that wasn't a real thing. Mm. But um, when I was at um, uni, mm. so my partner's last name is Hunt, um, and we were like trying to find like unique names mm. for like you know being a star or what would your like what would your star name be? What not? Oh, what, like your couple name? No, no. This was a genuine thing we had to do in our class because we had, oh, like your stage name. Yeah, oh, stage name. Yeah. Um, and the Katie Bevan was gone because it yeah. has to be a completely unique name. And there's like you know when you say that. Yeah, so I was like trying different ones, and I tried Katie Hunt, mm. and then I realised the boy sitting next to me in my class, was, <laughs> his last name was Hunt, and he didn't see. I was like, God, that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just smiled at him. <laughs> like nothing happened for because he didn't see. Yeah. it was just that moment of like playing, and then being like. Fuck, that could have been so <laughs> well, I put my name in. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, when, like, obviously it was normal because it's my boyfriend's name. It's time to say last name, because of the map the moment, you're like, no, no. Oh. No, 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 no. Like, no. Why being weird? Like, <laughs> Did I tell you this? <laughs> <laughs> this has happened to me. 
me twice. Just this doesn't really link apart from being embarrassing and why mm. you like this. <clears throat> um, okay, it happened to me once on the train when I left my phone just on my knee, like in a busy carriage. And it happened to me the other day at Bravissimo, um, at one of my jobs, where I left my I had to like look something off my phone. I left my phone on the counter, so I clicked on Google to like Google something, and my last search came up, and it was something like incredibly violent diarrhea symptom <laughs> or obnoxious smelling. There's some pretty big symptoms there. I don't know. I have to Google it. Constant gas. What does it mean? Just lay off the dairy. No, I don't want to. No, it's yummy. <laughs> anyway, God, life's embarrassing. Anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know if that was a power move, but I'll probably. But I feel weird calling her because you know how normally you refer to them by their last name. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to call her Hodgson because I don't know. No. Um, if someone knows she sounds like a little hedgehog we like hedgehogs if someone knows if it is a power move or what the deal is i'd love to know Mm. um anyway little princess is about a very rich girl called sarah who lives in india with her beloved papa Mm. now i'm gonna tell you guys right now if you haven't seen it already i'm gonna set you some homework Mm -hmm. um go and watch the 1995 little princess film it's brilliant you can get it for like a pound 50 on ebay and get the dvd um, because I think it's more expensive to rent it on Amazon. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and you get physical TV, which mm. I like. Uh, it's so good. And I will be making comparisons a lot because the characters are different. <laughs> I mean, they feel the same plot hole, but they are different. Mm. Um, anyway. Very different interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into We'll get there, guys. So the story opens with Sarah and her father driving through the wintry streets of London in a horse and cart, both are a little sad, as this is very soon to be their parting. Uh, Sarah is being sent to school in London, uh, far, far away from her beloved home in India, mm. and far away from her beloved papa. <gasps> papa. Um, but book Sarah is a very curious child indeed. She was such a little girl that one did not expect to see such a look on her small face. It would have been an old face for a child of 12. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Why have you got such a fucking old face? Have you ever seen kids with old faces? Yes, it's, really it's scary. fucking weird. It's really scary. I mean, it's kind of amazing. You just want to keep staring and they're like, can you not look at my child? Like, can your child not be fuck ugly? <laughs> I used to. There was a girl. She, I remember her. I remember her from primary school. She was like three years below me or so. I can't remember. Yeah, she three had, years below me, and yet fifty years ahead. Yeah, she had the face of like an old crow. <laughs> what do you mean when they don't have a lot of fat on their face? Yeah, and it's very hard. Really, yeah, yeah, like a, a crone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was her, and I was like, I she was like eight. Hey, I want to see her now. I could not tell her also, name You was. would have been a proper kid, so coming up, like, why are you a crone? But literally, like, sorry, no disrespect, but what is wrong with your face? Why are you I'm, 80? I might have said to someone, another kid once when I was a kid, why do you have an old face? Because kids are shit and don't have filters. Kids are shit. They'll tell you how it is. <laughs> they will. They will tell you how it's on face. Yeah. Harsh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, Sarah Crew was only seven. Mm. Uh, the fact was, however, that she was always dreaming and thinking odd things and could not herself remember any time when she had not been thinking things about growing up people and the world they belonged to. She felt as if she had lived a long, long time. Seven mm. years old, I was like, Christ, this is going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel weary, Father. I am uh, preaching, weary. Sarah. Preach. Her dad, like, so, her dad's actually very cheery. He's nice. Mm. Um, and anyway, she's described as being very solemn. <laughs> Oh, she's not a vibe. I'm already out. I like, know. Like, and she's seven. Seven, solemn, sultry. Yeah. 
sultry. No, she's not sultry. She's not sexy. <laughs> she's got an old face. <laughs> she's got an old face, Marge. She's not even hot. I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> so. Uh, Sexy Baby refers one to the Taylor Swift song and two to the Nutcracker, a special with Purdy Pat. So if, if, if you're wondering why we're talking about Sexy Babies, that's why. I forgot about him, Purdy Pat. Like, <laughs> Sexy Baby. <laughs> that is a really weird ly- lyric, Tay Tay. I love Taylor Swift. Oh, apparently, do you know what it's about? Sexy Babies. Sexy Babies. No. Uh, it, apparently, this is what I was told anyway, um, it's because she's really tall and so she looks at all the other like celebrities like at uh, red carpet events and they're all like small and she's like, God damn it, like Sexy Babies <laughs> and I'm like the monster on the hill. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get that that's what it's about. It's weird. Just don't call them Sexy Babies. <laughs> they shouldn't be Sexy Babies if they don't want to be called it. I don't know where you could else, else oh. Sexy fairy? <laughs> no, that doesn't have the same impact. Sexy tiny people. Prefer small people. <laughs> what? I prefer little people. I prefer little people. Sexy little people. I do remember someone telling me that Taylor Swift was over six foot tall. She's did, over six foot? I think she's over six foot. Oh, she is like six foot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I remember being frightened. <laughs> I'm a little frightened. If you've seen um, It Follows and that scene, <laughs> a giant man looms in from the door and it makes you feel physically sick. It's so scary. I How really... do you feel about Carl? My boyfriend's six foot four. Look, I'm just saying I don't want him to loom in through the door. <laughs> just, you know, announce when he's entering rooms. If I know he's coming in, it's all right. But I'm just saying, if he came around the corner now, it would probably scare me. <laughs> don't know how comfortable I'd be seeing him in the dark. Just <laughs> looming. I'm going to get him to do some looming. He'll probably scare himself. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I imagine, um, especially with that lyric, I'd just Taylor Swift like looming in, like, sometimes I feel... <laughs> And you're a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> I love Taylor Swift. I love her so much. Why do we have to now splice that together? Because it's the best. Oh, guys, I've missed this. <laughs> to take a software to edit that together. <laughs> You're a monster! Because <laughs> I'm snotting! <laughs> Sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby. You're a monster! <laughs> oh. Fuck me! Sarah and her dear papa, Captain Crew, um, is that they are mega stinking rich. Okay. They are fearful rich. <laughs> Splashing their cash. 
Sarah is always dressed in the absolute height of fashion and luxury. Um, her every woman's catered for her and she's given her own personal maid at the school. Like, she is a fancy pants girl. I didn't realize she had her own maid. Yeah, she doesn't in the film. Yeah. No, to be like, fair. Of course she does. You don't master It's not in the movie, you crap. You want to read a book every now and then. <laughs> to be fair, the maid doesn't really add anything other than that she's there. Um... <laughs> Fires are lit, beds are made. I think she literally probably says the extent of like, good morning, Miss Sarah, because she's French. Mm, Of course. Um, Fancy mate. Yeah. She doesn't add anything to the story. Um, (laughs) She's just there. Mm. Anyway, um, so Sarah Seven, what Mm. the fuck does a seven-year-old need a maid for? Seven-year-olds are very demanding. Sorry, I don't understand how... I suppose Mary Ellen is like, I've never had to dress myself before. Yeah. But also, seven-year-olds aren't very good at dressing themselves. So they do need looking after. You need, like, a proper dedicated parent. So you can't go to boarding school as a seven-year-old without having, like, someone to properly take care of you, I don't feel. It is weird, isn't it? Like, at what point... Because, like, a ten-year-old shat on the floor the other day at the museum. (laughs) (laughs) It does make you wonder, at what point is it... You can now obviously not take care of yourself in like a complete grown up sense, but you're now capable of dressing yourself. At what point Brushing it, your teeth, washing your face. At what point is it acceptable to leave them alone in the bathroom and trust them not to drown? Right? Do you just learn as you go and figure <laughs> I it out? I suppose every child's different. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Does it just get to the point where, Mum, can you stop watching me in the bath? And you're like, I don't know. Can I? Can I? <laughs> Are you going to die? Can you be trusted? Oh. Eight. I feel like it's quite normal. I feel like nine. They, well, I got my period when I was nine. So I must have been, you know, bathing alone yeah. before that point. I feel like as well, though, there's a difference. Like, you can bath on your own, but it's like, but you can't lock the door. I wouldn't have locked the door. But I'm saying, well, again, like, every child's different, isn't it? But, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to have kids. But, you know, I can imagine being like, you could be on your own, but you can't lock me up, just in case. Just in case. Just in case you need me. You need your mommy. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are you cool? You're going to be cool. You're going to be chill. Are <laughs> like, you good? You're right. When they're like four, you good? Head drops underwater. You're not good. You're not good. Do you want a beer? <laughs> Literally. Wait. I know wine. Yeah. I know cheese. Yes. Do you, you want these going things? to join in the cheese and wine night? <laughs> no. You're going to contribute to the conversation about how terrifying caving is and give really interesting stories about that? Yeah. No. Are you going to watch 90s films so you can t- contribute to the 90s trivia? No. No? Get out of my house. Get the fuck out. What, the are, fuck you, what, are, you, what are you actually adding? Yeah. <laughs> out. Out, out, out. Apart from no, stealing my money. I'm and adding joy to your life. That is a big debate. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking debatable, my friend. And I, I've got to say, I don't think you're winning that one. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> I don't want kids. Um, so yeah, she's, she's seven years old. Um, but the anyway, despite all this wonder and luxury, Sarah is never vain or conceited or even spoiled in that she doesn't come across as... But obviously, she is spoiled. Yeah. She has everything. Yeah. But she's not like Veruca Salt. Yeah, it's not entitled. Yeah. She's just very nice... But solemn. <laughs> yes, but solemn. Um, but yeah, so I guess she spoils in the sense that, yeah, she... Um, and she hasn't overly thought about suffering, so she's not necessarily aware of it, but, like... It's a bit she's naive. Not, bit naive, yeah. but in the same way as well, like, not being like, I just didn't realise people didn't have money. Oh, well, never mind. She's like, yeah. I suppose life would be really hard if I didn't have money, so I suppose I am really lucky that I don't have to worry about mm, those things. Mm. So it's like, okay, at least you have your liberal policies. <laughs> Why is she Forrest Gump? And the guys from Apple called and they said, we weren't going to have to worry about money anymore. And I said, well, that's good. 
One less thing. One less thing to worry about. <laughs> one, one less thing, thing to worry about. about. I fucking <laughs> wish. <laughs> Literally, it's life. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, she's always very happy and willing to share her wealth. So yeah, as kids go, she's all right. Okay, I want her as a friend. Give me I some wealth, Sarah. I would like to be Sarah's friend. Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy, is her papa gonna miss her. Oh. Um, so they finally arrive at the school um, where Sarah is to become Ooh, a young lady. Wish it. Did um, I tell you what the convent said? when? Um, so we all wanted to leave at the end of year 11, but they wanted us to stay until the end of sixth form. And they said, um, give me your girls to the end of year 11 and I will give you uncut gems. Give me your girls until the end of sixth form, and I will give you polished diamonds. Like, yeah. You made it real creepy and weird, and it's a convent, so it already was a bit creepy. Yeah, so it was already a bit creepy and weird, and objectifying, and polished diamonds really, like, it's not very um, empowering, and just. It's pretty. It's fuck off. And like, fuck off. And again, Inanimate object. Yeah, this is why, why I'm leaving. I, I will give you polished diamonds to turn into wives. Great. Great. Bye. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be going. So anyway, I'm going to go. <laughs> All the best. All the best. Um, so, Sarah turns to her papa. I don't like it, papa, she said. But then I dare say, soldiers, even brave ones, don't really like going into battle. Captain Crew laughed outright at this. He was young and full of fun, and he had never tired of hearing Sarah's queer speeches. Oh, little Sarah, he said, what shall I do if I, when I have no one to say solemn things to me? <laughs> no one else is as solemn as you are. But why do solemn things make you laugh so? Because you're fucking weird. Because you're seven and you're talking like, you know, a soldier that's seen war. I too was not happy when I saw the front line. Because it's well, fucking weird, mate. It's weird. It's funny. Yeah. Um, because you are such fun when you say them, he answered, laughing still more. And then suddenly he swept her into his arms and kissed her very hard. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I don't like it. I know. I really don't like it. I know. I don't either. It's like, I get what you're trying to say, but now. Um, yeah. Stopping laughing all at once and looking all, almost Sorry. as if he oh! had two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he's out serious. That's why she's so solemn. It's weird. Yeah. Um, it was just then that Miss Minch- Minchin entered the room. She was very like her house. Um, Sarah felt tall and dull and respectable and ugly. <laughs> Friendly. <laughs> this book is so savage. There is a bit later on and you're just like, Ah! I like to think that it's based on real people. <laughs> yeah. Wait for it. She had large, cold, fishy eyes oh. and a large, cold, fishy mouth. Sounds fucking rude but funny. <laughs> Get your cold, fishy mouth away from me. But it me. does create an image. You it can, does. You can I, I can see, see her. her. Yeah. So it spread itself into a very large smile when she saw Sarah and Captain Crew. Mm. She had heard a great many desirable things of the young soldier from the lady who had recommended her school to him. Among other things, she had heard that he was a rich father who was willing to spend a great deal of money on his little daughter. Oh, coaching! Exactly. So she just looks at Sarah and sees, like, money bags. Mm-hmm. It's time to milk this cash cow. <laughs> Literally. <clears throat> so essentially, Sarah is given the best of everything in the school because she's rich and was mentioned wants Captain Crew to like them and get the money flowing in. <laughs> I want your father to like me. But Miss Minchin don't like Sarah. Oh. She's like, oh, I can tell that girl's a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're an entitled little cunt, yeah. my friend. Um, so all um, education, educational faculties are... Also, business. it is Victorian times. 
adults don't like children full stop yeah that's true um before sarah's dad leaves they go shopping buying a great many things that sarah doesn't need kill him bitch for going shopping basically <laughs> we are shoppers <laughs> um and they go looking for emily who is to be sarah's new doll her companion oh they haven't met her yet mm-hmm just haven't met you yet. Are they like, we're going to go find you a doll companion? That is that is the objective of this shopping yeah, trip. Yeah, her name's okay. Emily. Her name is Emily and we will know when we find Emily. Okay. That's the objective. And they also buy some nice clothes and stuff. And of course, know, of course. As well. mm-hmm. I want her to look as if she wasn't a doll, really, Sarah said. Fuck off! Sorry, kids annoy me. I want Karen. her to look as if she listens when I talk to her. The trouble with dolls, Papa. And she put her head on one side and reflected as she said, the trouble with dolls is that they never seem to hear... So they, I'm just um, listening to all of this like a child therapist, like, wow, 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 wow. someone feels unheard, wow, someone feels they can't communicate with their dad, someone wants their dad to say, I hear you, I won't send you to school, someone wants daddy to stay, stay daddy, stay daddy, don't go. Well, the thing is as well, in the film, he leaves because he has to go fight in the war and there's yeah. no one else to take care of her, it makes Does sense. Does he not even have a good reason in this? She must go to school to become a young lady. Oh. He doesn't even want to send her, it's just sort of like the, the dumb, dumb thing. thing. So it's not even like a thing. It's just Maybe it's because like, he keeps kissing her hard and people are like, dude, send her to send school. Send to school, you've gone weird. <laughs> yeah. She looks just like her mummy. Ew. Ew. She's so solemn, though. Yeah, as far from when I kiss her hard. Uh, go, go. Okay, yeah. Go to school. Go to school, Sarah. You'll be better than that. <laughs> You'll be safe. You'll be safe from daddy, dearest. Um, <clears throat> so you look at big ones and little ones. Dolls, guys. Um, at dolls with black eyes and dolls with blue. At dolls with brown curls and dolls with golden braids. Dolls dressed and dolls undressed. Okay. okay. <laughs> so why is it saying dolls dressed? Dolls undressed. But then we came out of that shop because it wasn't really a place for kids. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Let's not go back in there. <laughs> Coming on. Yeah, don't mention that to your new teachers. I won't. I won't. I won't. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't think that's what it was. <laughs> Come along. When now. I said natural dolls, I thought like made of cotton or wood. <laughs> yeah, God, God. On we go. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Sarah said when they were examining one um... <laughs> sorry I know I wrote these notes but it's just going back over the quotes that you know haven't read. I read this like a little while ago guys um, you see Sarah said when they were examining one which had, which had no clothes <laughs> what, do we, what do we see Sarah if when I find her she has no frocks we can take her to a dressmaker and have her things uh, made to fit. They will fit better if they are tried on. Of course, you're not entitled at all, Sarah. <laughs> have my doll made a new wardrobe, oh, Papa. Fully. Okay. Um, <laughs> after a number of disappointments, they decided to walk um, and look at the shop windows and let the cab follow them. Oh my God, they are so. Why don't you just follow behind? I don't. No. She was a nice little girl. She said the witch. Fucking pain of a seven year old as well. Well, to be fair, her dad might have said that, but he's annoying too. No, but the pace, they're walking at her pace because she's a seven year old. No. Like, can I just not meet you at the end of the road? Yeah, literally. Like, oh my God. I don't think I have And also the carriage, control. can I just, like, you know, park this up and then I'll just, you know. I'll come get you. Yeah. Lol. Lol. Weird. Um, they had passed two or three places without even going in. Um, when they were, well, how are you <coughs> going to find her if you don't even fucking? Sorry, in the 
waiting. I get the vibe, you know. Like, oh, okay. Well, that's the that's the naked one. Again. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go. We know, we know, we know what's in there. They're all naked in there. It's weird. Um. <laughs> They had passed two or three places without even going in when, as they were approaching a shop which was um, really not a very large one, Sarah suddenly started and clutched her father's arm. Oh, Papa, she cried. There is Emily. <gasps> a flush had risen to her face and there was an expression in her green-grey eyes as if she had just recognised someone who, with whom she was intimate and very fond of. Aww. She is actually waiting there for us, she said. Let us go in and get her. Dear. This is when they go in and see she's reserved. <laughs> Captain Crew. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Um, dear, uh, dear Captain Crew, dear me, said Captain Crew, I feel as if we ought to have someone to introduce us. Mm. You must introduce me and I will introduce you, said Sarah. But okay. I knew her the minute I saw her, so perhaps she knew me too. Perhaps she, um, perhaps she had known her. She had certainly a very intelligent expression in her eyes when Sarah <laughs> took her in her arms. She was a large doll, but not Rude. too large to carry about easily. She had naturally curling gold-brown hair, which hung like a mantle above her, and her eyes were, were deep, clear, grey-blue, with soft, thick eyelashes, which were real eyelashes Ugh. and not mere painted lines. I think they mean, like, you know... Real hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, she has real adult. eyelashes. What? what? I had an adult today. So you know the teddy bear I showed you in the teddy bear museum that's got real one. teeth? Yeah. Are they real teeth? No, why are you the stupid adult? Oh, admittedly, I just said real teeth. <laughs> Who has teeth? Sorry, all fake. Oh, they're real! <laughs> they're real! I did. Why are you the stupid adult? Why are you lying? <laughs> the, guys, when you see this teddy bear, they, they are obviously not real teeth. It's like a little bit of white painted wood. Um, but yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, and are you stupid? No, you're misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> you're misleading. Uh, you <laughs> Papa! <laughs> anyway, um, um, you know, an adult came up to me today. She's like, "Are those real teeth?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "Well, you don't know in Victorian times." I was like, "It's like a tiny, skinny, thin strip of painted wood." What's wrong with you? <laughs> she smiles, and you see her teeth. Oh, 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 oh! I see. I mean, I did have one parent once tell me on a trip that 2000, the year 2000 was 10 years ago. Good job. And um, when I tried to tell her that it wasn't, she had really bad breath as well. She got really annoyed. And whenever I think about that, I think of cabbages. Because that breath smells like cabbage. Oh, cabbage smells like fart. (laughs) Yeah, that's what that breath smelled like. A big fart. I can't go eating the farts, lady. That's not good for you. Anyway. I want Emily. You want Emily? She sounds magical. Aww. Um, I don't care if I'm growing up. I want someone to buy me beautiful clothes and dolls. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I said it. That's what I want. Um, but yeah. You What's can... your sexual fantasy? A kept woman? <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Um, there's... The... Sorry for the tangents, guys. Um, but there was a thing about how I don't massively use TikTok, but mm. apparently there's like a trend of being like... Um, house girlfriend. So, mm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people being like, it's really problematic for so many reasons and stuff. And I'm like, I mean... It's perpetuating the idea of, you know, like, being a housewife, basically. Mm. Um, but on the one hand, like, it is nice to be at home and live a slow lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if that's what people want to do, that's what people want to do. They can... It's about choice, isn't it? Yeah. It's about choice. Like, mm. I'm obsessed with the idea of having to force everyone to work. Yeah. No, I don't want to work. Not everyone wants to work. Not everyone's able to work. No. Yeah. Some of us find it stressful and we'd rather have cups of tea. Mm. I wouldn't mind doing like I mean yeah I like having projects and doing stuff. Mm. I just I 
would like more money. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Um, you know, if I can afford things. Mm. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, so now, of course, we have the very sad moment when Sarah and her papa say goodbye. Sarah is obviously sad, but she doesn't um, say... But, she doesn't but you can't say, tell because she's so fucking solemn. Yeah, well, she doesn't say... I already know you by heart. Oh. I'm tracing lines on his face. So That's a reference that. to the film, guys. Come on. Yeah, I know what I mean. Well, to the film. It was, it was a weird scene. What are you doing? Memorising me by heart? No. <laughs> I already know you by heart. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, she's like rubbing his face. It's a it whole thing. It is weird. Yeah. It was a weird scene. But mm. I do like the bit after when he's outside, he's like, goodbye. Princess. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I said the name of the film. <laughs> Take my heart. It's a fucking Take great movie. Heart. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Anyway. Pause this now. Go buy the movie. Wait for it to arrive. Buy a DVD player if you also need that. And then watch it and come back. It's so good. Anyway. Captain Crew leaves with a lump in his throat and a heavy heart. <laughs> Sarah spends the first... With a lump in his throat and a bulge in his throat. <laughs> Katie, Katie. He might. He might. He might. He might. Let's go lonely night. <laughs> anyway, Sarah spends the, that, that first evening all shut up in her room, away from everyone, by her own choice. Just to be clear, okay? Because she's sad. <laughs> go to your room. When I wrote, I was like, she wasn't locked in. <laughs> she, she's choosing to do. <laughs> she just needs some space. Yeah, she's all right. Uh, next morning, though, Sarah um, is to begin her lessons with the other girls. Uh, the girls at Miss Minchin's seminary uh, for young ladies is home to a range of young ladies, the youngest being only four, hmm. up to the older girls of 15 or so. Hmm. Uh, the first That first morning in the classroom, they all stare at Sarah, who looks like, well... Are they in one class? Yeah. This is some home ed shit. Yeah. Huh. Well, it's weird, because there only seem to be, like... So... Lavinia is like described as being one of the older students in the school, but I mm. also swear she's like Sarah's age because then it, it goes forward like in time, like a couple years. Okay. And Lavinia is still there, and I'm like, well, she's like when the old one's like 15, then fucking leave. Like, <laughs> Get out of here. So I think Lavinia is just a big twat. Okay. Um, and I guess other girls do leave, but it doesn't seem like there's any more than absolute max, like 18. It's very prestigious. It is. I mean, in the film, to be fair, it's probably about 18 years, yeah, isn't yeah, it? It so. does, and it feels like that throughout. There's BM, yeah. there is one classroom. They have, like, different work, but they are all in one classroom. Mm. Really prestigious education, guys. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, that first morning in class, they all stare at Sarah because she looks like, well, a princess. Oh! Um, dressed in her beautiful, fine clothes. And they're all commenting, like, she has lace petticoats. Ooh! Um, and all the rest of it. Uh, Miss Minchin takes her hand and pulls her to the front of the class, introducing her as if she were herself a little doll. Which mm. Sarah finds cringe. She's like, I don't embarrass you. Like, the dare my face is blushing. <laughs> this is Sarah. Isn't she a puppet? And, like, and Sarah's daddy is very rich. Oh. Weird. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, now Miss Minchin makes a point at the, um, to Sarah that she must absolutely learn French. Oh, oh, okay. As your papa has engaged a French maid for you, she began, I conclude that he wishes you to make a special study of the French language. Sarah felt a little awkward. I think he engaged her, he, she said, because he, um, he thought I would like her, Miss Minchin. Mm. I'm afraid, said Miss Minchin with a slight sour smile, that you have been a very spoiled little girl Ooh. and always imagine that things are done because you like them. Mm. My impression is that your papa wished you to learn French. So I picture her being the blonde lady from Bridesmaids. I envision that you're a little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and 
funny and how like um, the musical. Hannigan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that one, but yeah. But you know the character Miss Hannigan is yeah. like, I don't want to be with here with these little snotty girls. And yeah. She's like, I hate you. Just imagine that kind of character. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate, accurate. I mean, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, if Sarah had been older or less um, punctilious um, about punctilious. being punctilious, punctilious, oh my, about being quite polite to people, she could have explained herself in very few words. But as it was, she felt. <laughs> oh, hey, Miss Minchin, fuck off! <laughs> I already speak French. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of something in French that basically means fuck off. Je suis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't speak oh, French. <laughs> I don't know. It's a really good song. It's very catchy. It makes you feel like you're on the French boulevard. Just having a great time. Oh. It's lovely. Uh, Madame Mitchell. Suck it. <laughs> Net. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But instead, she um, felt a flush rising on her cheeks. Miss Minchin was a very severe and opposing person, and she seemed so absolutely sure that Sarah knew nothing whatever of French, and she felt if, um, it, as if it would have been r- almost rude to correct her. <laughs> the truth was that Sarah could not remember the time when she had not seemed to know French. <laughs> her father had often spoken it to her when she had been a baby. Her mother had been a French woman, and Captain Crew had loved her language, so it happened that Sarah had always heard and been familiar with it. <laughs> I, um... I have never really learned French, but but she began trying mm. shyly to make herself clear. Mm. One of Miss um, Minchin's chief um, chief secret annoyances was that she did not speak French herself, oh. and was, de- and was des- desirous of concealing the irritating fact. She therefore had no intention of discussing the matter and laying herself open to innocent questioning by a new little pupil. Mm. That is enough, she said with a light tartness. Mm. If you have not didn't learned, didn't sound that polite. No, that is enough she said with polite tartness. <laughs> if you have not learned, you must begin at once. The French master, Monsieur Defarge, Defarge, Defart, Defarge, um, Defarge, um, will be here in a few minutes. Take this book and look at it until he arrives. Sarah's cheeks felt warm. She went to the back of her seat and opened the book. She looked at the first the back page. back of her seat? She went, <laughs> she went I back to her seat. Oh, okay, and I'm going to the back of it. Don't fall off. <laughs> big seat. Um... Sarah, so she went to the back of her seat um, <laughs> and opened her opened the book. She looked at the first page with a grave face. She knew it would be rude to smile, and she was very determined not to be rude. But it was a very odd to find herself expected to study a page which told her that le père meant the father and la mère meant the mother. Miss mm. Minchin glancing towards her scrutinizingly. You look rather cross, Sarah, she said. I am sorry you do not like the idea of learning French. Hmm? I, I am very fond of it, answered Sarah, thinking she would try again. But you must not say but. <laughs> you are tr- um, when you are told to do things, said Miss Minchin, look at your book again. And Sarah did so and did not smile, even when the when she found that la fille meant the son and hmm? la frère meant the brother. <laughs> when Monsieur Defarge came, she thought, I can make him understand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when Mr. Defarge comes in, Sarah calmly explains to him in French mm. that, well, she already knows French. Yeah. My dad told me French. My mother was French. Mm. And he produces that lovely line of like, this girl does not need to learn French. She practically is French. Says she learned it from her father. <laughs> I understood perfectly well what she said. Apart from in this, she doesn't. Yeah, I don't think she does that at all, really. Oh, yeah. I understand perfectly well what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know um, shit. Uh, so yeah, awkward. Her accent is excellent. She could even help you with yours. Ah! 
That's from the film. That's amazing. She could even help with your, your pronunciation. Yeah. Um, as you can imagine, this is mortifying to Miss Minchin, who blushes furiously. Uh, Miss Minchin already didn't like Sarah, mainly because she's quite aware that Sarah at seven is probably cleverer than she could be, and being a very proud woman hmm. does not like this. No. Um, this dislike is therefore increased massively at this point, because she basically thinks Sarah's shit. Mm. Um, oh, awkward. Uh, one little girl is utterly in awe of Sarah and her ability to speak French. That little girl is Ermengarde, who is not clever at all and does not enjoy reading or learning. Mm. Also, Ermengarde. That's a tough name to grow up with. Ermengarde St. John. Ah, oh, that, that's a tough name, Ermengarde. I'm going to be Ermie. Erma? No, that's even worse. I'd rather God? be God? God, 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 God. Me. Me. Men? <laughs> Meg? Meng. <laughs> Odd. Just drop it all together, come up with something different. Garden. You God. can rearrange the letters and be garden. Garden. Be garden, Ermengarde. Be... Garden's cool, she's a hippie. Yeah, be garden. Be garden. Be garden. I mean, you're a bit of a twat, right? <laughs> so yeah. is garden, come on. No, I was going to say, garden's a twat. Oh yeah, garden but... is a twat, yeah. Yeah. At least you're not Ermengarde. <laughs> yeah, and the thing's better than Ermengarde. No offence if you called Ermengarde. <laughs> the garden. Um, Ermengarde's father is extremely clever and expects Ermengarde... Uh, I think Rachel or Naomi, our sisters, one of them might have had a porcelain doll called Ermengarde. It is a good name for a person, porcelain doll, to be fair. Yeah, yeah carry on. I think that's fine. Um, I can also imagine a cat being Ermengarde. Mm. Mm. Big fluffy tortoiseshell. Mm. Come on, Ermengarde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes. I really want a cat called Hermione. Mm. Or Vinya. Mm. Mm. Anyway, anyway, I digress. Um, Ermengarde's father is extremely clever and expects Ermengarde to be just as clever, hence sending her off to such a highly regarded school where they're all the different ages in the same lesson. Yeah. Um, the rest of the girls tend to sneer at Ermengarde because she is stupid. This is the author's words, not mine. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. do call her stupid and you're like, mm-hmm. savage. Savage. Um, Maybe she is a little stupid. She is a little stupid. Um... <laughs> That first morning, Ermengarde was completely awestruck by the sight of Sarah. Um, the main thing with Ermengarde is that she's dull as well. They describe mm. her being dull because she doesn't have an interest in a lot of that I'm just picturing her as Ermengarde, the slack jaw yokel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. she's nice. But it's not like, you know, like she's that person mm. who never says anything interesting. Mm. They're mm. nice. Mm. They are boring. Well, boring as fuck. Yeah. yeah. A bit stupid. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, that first morning, Ermengarde was completely awestruck by the sight of Sarah. She stared so hard and bit the ribbon on her pigtail so fast. Weird. What? No, she's gross. Carry on. Ermengarde, fuck off. Fucking rabid child. <laughs> so fast that she attracted the attention of Miss Minchin, who, feeling extremely cross at the moment, this is just after she's been yeah. embarrassed with the um, French thing, mm. immediately pounced on her. Mr. John, she exclaimed severely, what do you mean by such conduct? Remove your elbows. Take your ribbon out of your mouth. Sit mm. up at once. Upon which Miss St. John gave another jump. And when Lavinia and Jessie, the two bitches mm. of the yeah. school, tittered, she became redder than ever. So red indeed that she almost looked as if tears were coming into her poor, dull, childish eyes. Aww. And Sarah saw her and was so sorry for her that she began rather to like her and wanted to be her friend. Friends? Friends? It was a way of hers, always to want to spring into any fray in which someone was made uncomfortable or unhappy. 
If Sarah had been a boy and lived a few centuries ago, her father used to say, she would have gone away um, about the country with a sword drawn, rescuing and defending everyone in distress. She always wants to fight when she sees people in trouble. Because obviously girls aren't allowed to do that. No. Brilliant, Brilliant, great, brilliant. So Sarah is starting to make waves at school. Her and Ermengarde do become friends because mm. um, and Sarah goes and sit with her at that, that, that break time and mm. they kind of like establish friendship and she's mm-hmm. like, I can help you with your French and then your dad will Did we just become you. best friends? We just become best friends. <laughs> I have a doll upstairs. You want to see her? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's got intelligent eyes. She knew me before I knew her and I knew her. Oh. That sounds magical. <laughs> that sounds magical. Let me up to your room. Let me up to your room and tell me your amazing stories and teach me French. <laughs> okay. What do you get out of this, Sarah? I get to help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's good for my soul. Yeah, it's good for us all. So Sarah's starting to make waves at school. Most of the girls look up to her and admire her enormously, enormously much like Ermengarde. Sorry, you just said enormous me. Freudian slip. <laughs> and how about enormous me? Uh. <laughs> it's Jack. It's January, I'm still carrying a little holiday weight. <laughs> that is toxic, you don't have to lose weight because it's January. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're Canadian, you're enormous. <laughs> enormous me. <laughs> when I'm, I was at uni, we thought, because we're cool, we were like, let's give, like, the people I lived with, they were like, let's give everyone code names. And uh, it's like, it's your initials, but it's the phonetic alphabet. And so I knew people who were like, oh, I can't remember, what's W? Think, but the initials were, were things like Charlie Bravo, yeah, and things like that. Yeah, you know what mine are? <laughs> Kilo Bravo, <laughs> it's literally well done, fatty. <laughs> fatty, well done. I was like, brilliant, 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 right? brilliant. brilliant. I like it. <laughs> Kilo Bravo. What is W, guys? I know you're out there in the world shouting it. Wet, <laughs> it's not wet. Oh my god, I know it. X ray. Winter. Zulu. Why? Yellow. <laughs> Maybe. Um, William. <laughs> oh, guys, we're going to have to look it up. It's annoying me. Welly boot. <laughs> you know when you panic and you have to like give your address on the phone and you <laughs> cannot remember it. And it's like, oh, G4. Um, Goat. William. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize it was a whiskey th- whiskey i didn't realize it was a thing once and i did it on the phone with like because mum always does like g for coat w for wellington yeah. and dad was just dying in the next room i was on the phone and i said give me a ballpoint Mike Bravo. Yeah, I am Mike Bravo. Oh, if you go with your middle name, so you can be Mike Lima Hotel. Hotel. Bravo. Yeah. That sounds like a party. I'd be Kilo Romeo. No, yeah, Kilo yeah. Romeo. Romeo. Bravo. Yeah. Kilo Romeo Bravo. Oh, I like it. Anyway, what's going on? They're friends. They're talking about a doll. I forgot because I went off my notes page to look at this. I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. The terror in their eyes. So she's making ways at school. Everyone loves her. Uh, they love her beautiful clothes and toys. But the thing they love most about Sarah are her stories. Oh, spill us a yarn. Spill us a yarn, Sarah. Uh, Sarah is I always... said spill us. Spin us. <laughs> spin. Like spill uh, the beans. Spill the... 
Tell me who and why and when. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so Sarah's always pretending and supposing about things. Many of the girls have never been given a chance to be imaginative or even know how to be. So, so hearing Sarah describe a beautiful, enchanted fairy forest in the courtyard wall is mind-boggling to them. And they're just mm. like, wow, oh, how do you do that? fucking blown. Yeah, like, but it's just a wall. But what if there's a fairy kingdom beyond it? Wow. <gasps> wow. What if there is? There could be. Wow. Oh, my God. My fair, mind is blown. She would be fun. Um, Sarah also takes care of some of the younger students, takes the younger students under her wing, uh, students like Lottie, who is one of the youngest in the school. Lottie's mother died when she was young, and Lottie learned that this was a sympathy card, and that if she screams about it, she can have anything she wants. Clever bitch. Clever, clever bitch. Uh, Now, at the seminary, this poses a problem. Miss Amelia, Miss Minchin's sister, who is very simple and lives in abject terror of invoking her sister's fury, much like me. (laughs) Um, Get on with it, man. um, It often falls on her to quieten Lottie, but not really um, liking or knowing anything about children. (laughs) This means Lottie's screeching cries can fill the whole school for hours. I'll just her outside. Yeah. Sorry, this poor little orphan girl, or, or like motherless girl, like, ah, put her in the cold. She's not in. Um, she doesn't even remember her mum. She just knows it's a sympathy card. Oh, yeah, she's that's on true. Purpose. In the cold. She done it on purpose. <laughs> um, it was on one such morning when she had been going on for um, for, lo- for a long time when Sarah thought she might um, offer a hand. If you, um, if you can, you are a clever child, answered Miss Minchin when she asked, drawing in her mouth sharply. Then seeing that Sarah looked slightly chilled by her asperity, she changed her manner. But you are clever in everything, she mm. said in an approving way. I dare say you can manage her. Go in. And she let her in. Mm. Um, when Sarah entered the room, Lottie was lying upon the floor, screaming and kicking her small fat legs violently. And Miss Amelia was bending over her in a consternation and despair, looking quite red in the damp with heat. Lottie had always found when in her own nursery at home that kicking and screaming would always be quietened by any means she insisted on. Poor plump Miss Amelia was trying fast with one method, then another. Poor darling, she said one moment. I know you haven't any, ma, mama. Poor, then in quite another tone. If you don't stop, Lottie, I will shake you. Oh, poor Fuck. angel. There, you wicked, bad, detestable child. I will smack you, I will. I swear, if I was to employ that chatting to kids, I think that would work because it would fucking freak them out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He, he, he good? Oh. Oh, I could be more freaked out when she went nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the boundaries are with you, Mum. I'm scared. <laughs> it's the dog. It's like, poor sweet child. Like, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Okay. I'm an adult. Um, if you uh, steal out of the room, mm. says Sarah, I will stay with her. Oh, Sarah! Mm. Almost whimpered Miss Amelia. We've never had such a dreadful child before. I don't believe we can keep her. But she creeped out of the room and was very much relieved to find an excuse for doing it. Sarah stood by the howling, furious child for a few moments and looked down at her without saying anything. Then she sat down flat on the floor beside her and waited. Mm. Except for Lottie's angry screams, the room was quite quiet. This was a new state of affairs for little Miss Lay, um, Lottie. Um, who was accustomed, when she screamed, to hear other people protest and implore and command and coax by turn. To lie and kick and shriek and find that the only person near, not seeming to mind in the least, attracted her attention. She opened her tight shut streaming eyes to see who the person was. And it was only another little girl. But it was the one who owned Emily and all the other nice things. Mm. And she was looking at her steadily as if she were merely thinking. Having paused for a few seconds to find this out, 
Lottie thought she must begin again, but the quiet of the room and Sarah's odd, interested face made her first howl rather half-hearted. I, I haven't a, any m- m- mama, she announced, but her voice was not so strong. And Sarah's like, call me too, Babs, for mm. the next one. Sarah looked at her more steadily, with a sort of understanding in her eyes. Neither have I, she mm. said. This was so unexpected mm. that it was astounding. Lottie actually dropped her legs, gave mm. a wiggle and lay instead. A new idea will stop a child crying um, when nothing else will. Also yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, also, Distraction, it, that's what you need. Yeah. It was also true that while Lottie disliked Miss Minchin, who was cross, and Miss Melia, who was foolishly indulgent, mm. she rather liked Sarah, little as she knew her. Mm. She did not want to give her up her grievance, but her thoughts were distracting from it, so she wriggled again, and after a sulky sob said, hm, Where is she? Sarah paused a moment because she had been told that her mamma was in heaven and she had thought a great deal about the matter and her thoughts had not been quite like those of other people. She went to heaven, she said, but I'm sure she comes out sometimes to see me, though I don't see her. So does yours. Perhaps they can both see us now. Perhaps they're both in this room. And Lottie yeah. starts screaming, oh my God! <laughs> well, she does kind of look around about what the fuck. Yeah. Um, Sarah then goes on to tell her, tell Lottie about the magic and beauties and wonders of heaven. And if you see in the film, she's like, they come flying off on a cloud made of golden flowers. Ah! Like, okay. Um, she's been, Sarah has been on a fucking trip. Yeah. So like, you smoke too much weed. Yeah, me. someone got some LSD, didn't yeah, they? Like, are you fucking good? Yeah. Um, Someone's dad gave them mushrooms. Ah. Sarah then goes on to tell Lottie all about heaven and Lottie calms right down, quite forgetting to scream or kick. <laughs> I just imagine every now and then be like, oh shit, my brand. Ah! Sorry, carry ah, on. Sorry, that is my brand though. <laughs> um, to be fair, me as a child. <laughs> yeah, where's well, the nearest carpeted surface me to throw myself on? Hey man, I had standards. <laughs> um, it is then agreed that um, as Lottie doesn't have a mother of her own, mm. Sarah will be her mother at school. Who's going to be Sarah's mum? Sarah don't need one. Sarah's going to push it down. Yeah. Um, I'm not a baby buddy. <laughs> uh, and then they will play as mother and daughter whenever Lottie is upset. Um, so Sarah Sounds like a hell of a commitment, Sarah. You are uh, seven. And now you've got a baba. Well, I don't think this is why your dad sent you to school. It's like, so how is it? I've had a baby. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so Sarah has captured the hearts of almost all the little girls. Um, Lavinia and her friend Jessie sneer at her for being so silly and pretending all the time. Mm. Uh, Lavinia is, to put a blank in your can, um, she bullies girls like Alottie and Ermengarde, but now they have Sarah. Um, And it's not that Sarah's too smart to be bullied, it's just that she doesn't really take it, but not like a you can't bully me away. Like, they'll say something to her like, you're so silly to um, pretending dolls are real. And she's like, I suppose it could seem quite silly, couldn't it? Oh, well. Oh, well, at least I'm happy. Yeah, at least it's personally quite enjoy it yeah so it's, it's okay like, I, it gives me joy so that's right yeah, I, I enjoy it you know I suppose they could be worth yeah what is that from Kath and Kim like I suppose some people might say I'm high maintenance but I think you gotta be and to be honest I enjoy it you know I'm quite frankly I enjoy it yeah <laughs> what's that from it's from Kath and Kim what's it's, that from Kim? it's um, like this sitcom it's a mum and daughter um, in Australia in case you couldn't guess mm. <laughs> Oh, I've been called high maintenance. And <laughs> uh, someone thinks you've got to be. Frankly, I'll enjoy it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the mum. All the memes, it's all the um, reels of it over, like, fancy dogs. Like, yeah. Oh, frankly, I'll enjoy it. I enjoy it. That's Sarah. Like, awesome. I've been told I'm silly, uh, believing that dolls are real and having a fun time with them and too much imagination. But I think you've got to be. And quite frankly, 
You do you, Sarah. You live your best life, sunshine. Um, There is one other person who Sarah quite completely enchants. Becky. Ah, Becky. All right, yeah, yeah. Um, Becky is the scullery maid, and she's seen the little princess Sarah about her daily work and been totally in awe of her fantastic clothes and toys. Mm. I've got to say, Sarah, you are fantastic. You are fantastic. Um, Sarah's noticed Becky around and noticed that when she's like I've been telling stories in the schoolroom to the mm. other girls that Becky lingers and tries to listen but always gets hurried mm. along to the next thing and has been told to get out scullery maid this isn't your place and Becky- sorry there is an older version of a little princess where Becky and Sarah get it on and there's like a fanfic of it somewhere I don't they know this get it on and- I don't know this but there's got to be a fanfic somewhere of Sarah she goes to school when she's a teenager Becky's the scullery maid and they get it on it's time to get it on. <laughs> There's got to be a fan somewhere. I mean, Becky's also meant to be 15. She is quite a lot older than Sarah. Okay, obviously ages are changing in the fanfic. Also, Becky, I know you've not got much time, but get a fucking life, she's seven. <laughs> Becky's so wet in this. Oh. Becky in the film has got some spunk. Yeah. Be- film Becky Becky's sassy. Film Becky Becky. Film Becky Becky, is there anything I can do for you, miss? <laughs> yes, anything. Yeah, literally, anything I can do for you, miss? Oh, wow, that... I only came up here to change my shoes. Yeah, not to have a friend. Fuck off. I love film Becky. Mm-hmm. I, was... I think you went a little bit far this time. <laughs> it's also that when Sarah just gets done with her, like, could you not do this? Oh, Becky, I have to get out! Oh, yeah! Okay. Okay. Anyway, Sorry, guys, you have to watch it! I have to watch it. It was so good. Mm. Oh, my God. And then the plank, and oh, my God, the rain! <laughs> Guys, should we rent somewhere that we can watch the film all together? Let's do it. I have the film. <laughs> I, have the pa- I have the place to rent her. But my work. Oh, your work? I was like, I work in a college. Yes! Yeah, that's, that's Let's a do a screening of A Little Princess! Okay, guys, we're, I'm going to make this fucking happen. Scared. Let's do it! Sorry, we're going to finish. We're going to look also, at the logistics. I also would like to do it but with Titanic. I'm not reading Titanic. I don't think it's a book version. It's just a brilliant film. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it with all our favourite 90s films. I want to do it with Homeward Bound. Uh, yeah, Homeward Bound. And um, Little Women with um, What's the Tits? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Minona Ryder. Yeah. Minona. 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 Minona Ryder. Minona Ryder. We'll think about it. All our favourite films. Like, send us your favourite films that fit mm. this brief. Mm. And if one of you says, Pride of Prejudice with fucking Q and I. <laughs> you are not invited. <laughs> she, go, she, go watch the four hour version. It's way better. Four hour version has Colin Firth um, being Mr. Darcy. And nothing, I mean, I don't think Colin Firth is a trick attractive person. But um, my God, does he capture that? Like, I will move my face, but half a millimeter. But I shall convey so much. <laughs> mm. Is it. Which one is it to fair? She might be the Kira Knightley one when he just does the hand flex after he helps her into the carriage. I think that's Kira Knightley. I think. I think it, it, yeah. It might be both. Well, can it be both? <laughs> it might be. Yeah. That's a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Where are we? Good <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Becky is scummy maid. Um, she's seen little Princess Sarah about her daily work. I'm totally in awe of her fantastic clothes and toys. Um, it's Becky's job to clean and stoke the fire in Sarah's little room. It's not little, it's big. She's got her own sitting room. Um, which she adores as it gives her a little look into that life of luxury. Mm. And Becky, have Becky. Becky's That's got, sad. Yeah, Becky is sad. <laughs> uh, Becky has a very sad life. Mm. Um, so when she does this, sometimes she's like, if I'm quick, maybe I could just take two minutes to, to sit in her chair or 
will stroke a pillow because she's a bit... Becky, it's sad, bordering on creepy. Yeah. Fuck off. One of these days, Becky sits in Sarah's luxury armchair by the fire and falls asleep. Becky, don't fall asleep. Ah. Uh, Sarah comes in. Becky, that's embarrassing. <laughs> a bit embarrassing. Um, when she entered the room, she floated in with the firm with a few... Fucking hell, she fly. <laughs> with a few of the butterfly steps because they've just been dancing. Mm. Um, and there sat Becky... Nodding her cap sideways off her... Nodding her cap sideways off her head. No, there is no camera, the comma there. That's weird. <laughs> nodding her cap sideways off her head. Good. So she's brilliant. like nodding it off. It's going. It it's a process. Nodding, um, there sat Becky. Nodding, nodding off. Her cap sideways off... Anyway, yeah. criticise your English later. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh! Cried Sarah softly when she saw her. That poor thing! <laughs> it did not occur to her to feel cross at the at uh, finding her pet chair occupied by the small, dingy figure. Nice. Rude! You're so rude! <laughs> nice. It's really savage, this yeah. book. Um, to tell the truth, she was quite glad to find it there. It. 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 I like to think she wrote A Little Princess first, and they were like, I don't know, she has some bitchy thoughts, man. I feel like the protagonist was a bit of a bitch, it just wasn't said. Bit of a bitch. Mary Lennox was quite contrary. <laughs> Mary Lennox was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I found my one writing day, technique. One day I'm going to write a book and it's just going to be opening. So, like, character name was a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, accurate, Excellent. accurate. And if I, and in, in conclusion, main character was still a bitch. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Because not That's everyone needs to come nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Some people stay dicks. Scholars in the 20 years, in 100 years' time, not everyone will get that. <laughs> everyone will get that. Probably. Such a cunt. Right. Anyway, yes, she, so she wasn't grumpy or anything. She, she was quite glad to see it there. Ugh. When the ill-used um, heroine of her story awakened... Sorry, the ill-used heroine? Like, she's doing heroin in there? It's a kid's While school. the ill-used heroine of her story awakened, she could talk to her. She crept towards her quietly. Now you're Creepy. Everyone's creepy. She stood looking at her. Becky gave a little snore. I wish she'd waken herself, Sarah said. I don't like to waken her, but Miss Minchin would be cross if she found out. I'll just wait a few minutes, Conifer. Yeah. Um, she took to she took to a seat um, on the edge of the table and sat swinging her slim, rose-coloured legs. Weird. Why is it red? She's been dancing, got blood flowing through her. I assume mm. like a pink rose. Yeah. It's it's weird that they're but, red. Oh, and before they were making comparisons to her being a rose, because obviously she's brilliant dancing, she's wearing a pink rose-coloured dress. So. Oh, they just fucking love the rose. Yeah. Mm. Um, and wondering what would be the best thing to do. Miss Amelia might come in any moment, and if she did, Becky would be sure to be scolded. I said she... Becky would be shot. Like, Fuck! <laughs> and she's so tired, she thought. She is so tired. A piece of flaming coal um, ended her perplexity. Oh! For, um, it fell out of the fire, it's fine. Yeah. Um, for her that yeah. very moment, it broke off from a large lump and fell onto the fender. Becky started and opened her eyes with a frightened gasp. She did not know she'd fallen asleep. Do you ever know you've fallen asleep? Surely when you wake up, you know. So surely at this point she is. She does. Yeah. Anyway. Does she just think she's travelled through time and space? I've been on a journey. (laughs) Um, She had only sat down for a moment and felt the beautiful glow and she had found herself staring in wild alarm at the wonderful pupil. Becky well fancies Yeah. Um, who sat perched quite near her, like a Gross. rose-coloured fairy with interested eyes. Gross. She really fat. It, even more so, it gets more. She fucking loves Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, she sprang up and clutched at her cap. She felt it dangling over her ear and tried wildly to put it straight. 
Oh, she had got herself into trouble now with a vengeance to have impudently fallen asleep on such a young lady's chair. Jesus. She would be turned out of doors without wages. Jesus. She made a sound like a, um, a big breathless sob. Oh, miss. Oh, miss, she stuttered. I asked your pardon, miss. Oh, I do, miss. Sarah jumped down and came quite close to her. Don't be frightened, she said. I feel like Sarah needs to respect personal space. I know Becky's vibing as Becky fancies her. But I don't know, I just kind of envisage Sarah as like a bird, like, Oh, don't worry, I'm here. <laughs> Go away. Go away, creepy Sarah. Don't be frightened, <laughs> she said, um, quite as if she had been speaking to a little girl like herself. It doesn't matter in the least bit. So Sarah calms Becky down and even gives her some cake, which she <laughs> wolfs down. So where did the cake come from? Oh, Sarah just has snacks. <laughs> You know when you go into your uni mate's room and they're like, I have a box of treats. And you're like, go on. Then. Go on. And then. they're like, have like, they're like, I keep it in here because my housemate's cunts. And you're like, yeah, okay, oh, God, yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah. So, so I was like, I keep it in here because I'm rich. Because <laughs> I'm rich and a dick. Um, so yeah, she's like, I want a kick. I've got a kick. She also, um, as so this goes on anyway so so a new friendship is born sarah comments on the fact she's like i noticed you were listening into the story i was telling the other day and she's like i'm really really sorry and she's like no 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 no. did you enjoy it and she's like i did miss i really liked it and she's like do you want to hear do you want to hear it and she's like yes yeah um so each day becky goes in and she has a little like catch up with sarah sarah tells her another portion of the story and gives her something to eat and sarah clocks how hungry Becky mm. is like how desperate Ravenous. she doesn't eat um she doesn't eat everything Sarah gives her she like eats like a bit hungry hungry and then pockets another bit mm. um so Sarah makes a note and like uh, starts like buying because they go into town and makes stuff. note Becky fat Becky. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts like she buys her like meat pies and stuff so she's like starts like proper feeding her because Becky is starving she yeah get fed properly God, the minchin sisters the try the bitchin sisters bitchin sisters <laughs> So there we have our new Harry heroine. Let's our see. new hairy heroine. Heroine. <laughs> Kick her when she's down. Kick her down. Uh, little Sarah Crew, who despite her riches and position in life, is always kind and sharing to others, mm. um, which inspires others to love her more and more, much to the disdain of Miss Minchin. Miss Pitchin Minchin. Um, but yeah, so that's going on. Mm. Um and so next week we're oh, yeah. going to see a little bit more of what's going what's going on back home in India with her father. Oh, because it's um it's completely different in the book. Yeah. And so you know you you don't know what's gonna happen, guys, if you've seen the film even yeah. because there's no war. No, oh, because it's not nice. set before that. Oh, because it's yes. Yeah, I like to think people making the film are like that. We need a more compelling reason than just like. School's a thing, should do that. Sorry, but isn't that a bit dark? Because it's published in 1905, so it's obviously before the war. They don't even know the war's coming. They don't, they don't know. Oh, it's like things before COVID. You don't know. The, oh my God. You want, you want, he doesn't know. Do you What's that know? from? He doesn't know. I don't know. He doesn't know. Sounds oh, it's from... She doesn't know. It's from the silver chair when um they're talking about eating the talking animals and um and Jill so they they kill a talking stag I think mm-hmm. and the Marshwiggle Puddleglum and Eustace who have been in Narnia before, um who's been in Narnia before obviously Puddleglum lives there. I feel this is so niche and everyone's just like, is she having a seizure? Um, <laughs> are like um oh my god a talking stag and they like spit it out and Jill Pole who's new in Narnia is like um. Well, I suppose here if the animals do talk, we've got to eat. Like, that's just one of those things. And um, Puddle Glum's like, oh dear, she doesn't know. And Eustace is like, some of my closest friends were talking animals. 
and then puddle glums like uh and then eustace is like i don't know what i think of these friendly giants now that was niche <laughs> that was niche but also i have a question because mm. it's been a while since i've watched those mm. So do all the animals talk, so are they effectively all vegetarian? Or this is what like, I didn't this get. This is a special stag. This is what I think. I think there's special stags that talk, or, you know, animals, and then there's the other animals you can eat. That's the debate of what's goofy. Yeah. <laughs> like? I... Oh, no, not what's goofy, what's Pluto and what's goofy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Um, and I apologise for my ability to read. I'm very tired. Yeah, we're tired. It is fucking bedtime now. It's half past nine. I need to be in bed. Oh, sorry, I got a bit panicked. Um, we will catch you next week. If you've liked what you've heard, check us out on Patreon. Check out the socials. Have yourselves a good week and do your homework. And lol, actually going to look into doing a screening of The Little Princess. Okay. Let us know if you're like into that or whatever. Let us know if you're in like the Hampshire area and that's actually a thing for you. Yeah. Cause I'm going to say my exact address. No. I don't want to get killed. <laughs> the Hampshire area, though. And, um, yeah, am I doing just advertise it for, like, a 90s nostalgia night? Because it's a fucking vibe. Yeah. Right. right. Anyway, see ya. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.